Hi, this is Caroline. I am super excited by a new feature that I have available for you. If you go to my show notes, you'll see a link that says, I would love to hear from you. Text message me here. Yes, you can now text message me. So if you have any thoughts about an episode, if you've got ideas for an episode, if you'd just like to connect and say hi, then click on that link. I'd love to hear from you. Hi there, I'm Caroline Thor, professional organiser, KonMari consultant, teacher and mum of three. I started off my life as a mum feeling overwhelmed, disorganised and desperately trying to carve out some time for me amongst the nappies, chaos and clutter. One day, one small book called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying changed everything and I began to learn strategies for making everyday life easier. Today I have the systems in place that means life can throw almost anything at me and I want to share them with you. If you're an overwhelmed mum struggling to keep it together, then this is the podcast for you. Grab a coffee and settle in for a quick chat with someone who gets your reality. Welcome back. I'm so pleased you've decided to join me again. Grab yourself a drink or put your earphones in. I will join you while you're doing the cleaning or having a coffee break. Let's get down to all things organising. In this episode, we're going to be talking about getting organised with kids in the house. No mean feat. But before that, how was your week? We have recently had ridiculously hot weather here in Germany. As a Brit, I struggle with it, especially the humidity. The house feels like a sauna and sleeping is near impossible. I don't know about you, but when it gets hot, I really struggle to concentrate. My kids are the same. It sort of puts us all in a bit of a grumpy mood as well. Apart from my husband, Ralph, he is never grumpy. Every year when it gets too warm, I have a mini, actually quite large if I'm honest, meltdown and tell him I'm moving back to the UK and that I hate it. And every year he tells me he understands, but I will get used to it. I'm sorry. But after 17 years, I think I would have got used to it by now. Anyway, enough of my complaining. One thing that helps me when it's really hot is that I actually don't need to do much in the house. Everything is generally tidy and I invested in a robot vacuum cleaner about a year ago. So I can lie still and watch it work. I love it. So keeping the house organised with kids, where do we start? I think the main thing is not to be too hard on yourself. I know it can feel like a daunting task, but I promise you it is possible to get organised with kids around. So many of us are struggling to keep on top of everything these days and it can feel like our kids are just adding to the chaos, but it doesn't have to be this way. There are plenty of things you can do to help make life easier. If your home is anything like mine used to be when I had young kids, then you always feel like it's a mess. Kids running around, toys everywhere, laundry piling up, it's a disaster. But in this episode, Getting Organised with Kids, it's all about how to manage your time in your home when you have little ones running around. If you're feeling stressed out and overwhelmed, this episode is definitely for you. So let's get started. In my first episode, I talked about the KonMari method and how to get started applying it in your home. If you didn't go to my website and download your free starter guide, then make sure you do that after this episode. Once the decluttering has happened, you will establish a place for everything and put everything in its place. This is where the hard work begins. 
teaching your family to maintain the system. It is important that everyone in the house knows where things go and that they put things back after using them. This can be a challenge with kids who often don't see the value in keeping things tidy. In this episode, I will share some top tips that may help you maintain your KonMari tidied home. The first thing is to teach kids how to put things away when they're finished with them. Oh, Caroline, you are just hilarious, I hear you say. They don't want to tidy up. But it's true. If you don't teach children from a young age the value in tidying up as they go, you will be dealing with mountains of mess on a daily basis. One way to do this is to make sure that there is a place for everything and that everything has its place. If your child can see where something goes, they are more likely to put it back. If everything is just thrown in a heap, it's more likely to stay there. Another way to encourage tidying up is to make it fun. This can be as simple as playing some music and having a tidy dance party or making it into a game. If you can make tidying up something that your children enjoys doing, they're going to be more likely to get involved. Let's face it, as adults, we all have the jobs that we would rather not have to do. For me, it's the ironing. But if I put on some music that I enjoy or do it in front of the TV so I can watch an episode, it doesn't seem so bad. The same goes for kids. In our family, when the kids were younger, we used to have tidy up time every evening before dinner. My husband was never home until later, so it was just me and the three kids, and I did not want to spend my evening looking at all their toys in the living room. I also wanted to be able to get the dinner ready in peace and quiet, so I put on a really lively song, one we all knew, and shouted, Tidy up time! Everyone would run around picking up toys and putting them back in the right container. Then I would shout, dance! And we would all come together in the middle of the room and have a quick dance. Then, tidy up time again! And before the song finished, all the toys were put away. Of course I was tidying too. Kids aren't born knowing how to tidy up, just like we weren't born knowing how to use the washing machine. It's something we had to learn. Someone showed us and helped us, And when we could do it without flooding the house or dyeing all the whites pink, we were left on our own to do it. For kids, tidying is exactly the same. They need you to show them. They need you to help them. And then they need you to let them do it on their own. Gradually, you will be able to stand and watch and just join in for the fun dancing. But until then, accept that you need to role model for them what tidying is. It's also worth accepting that when they're really little, Throwing everything into one container might be the most you can expect. But as they get older, you can have different containers for different types of toys. Putting pictures on the boxes helps them to know what goes where. For my kids, I photographed the contents of each container and stuck that on the front. As they get older and can read, you can use written labels. I used to love it once the tidying was finished. They then got to watch an episode on the TV and I could finish getting dinner ready in peace and quiet. Heaven. After that, it was time to get ready for bed, and by the time Ralph got home from work, they were in their pyjamas and had their teeth brushed. The routine became tidy up, have some fun TV time, dinner, get ready for bed, and it worked like a charm. And the best thing, we could enjoy our evening in a living room not full of toys and clutter. But every family dynamic is different. You will have to find what works best for you. If your kids are old enough, you can involve them in the decision-making process of how to get organised. Let them know what the expectations are and give them some ownership of the process. This will help them buy into it and more likely that they will stick to it. 
If you're thinking of implementing a similar routine in your home, here are my top tips. Number one, choose a time that works for you and your family. For us, it was always 30 minutes before dinner, but it could also work in the morning or even just before bed. Number two, have everything you need to help them tidy up efficiently. This might include a stopwatch or music and some baskets, bags or boxes for different types of toys. You wouldn't try to vacuum the house without actually having the vacuum cleaner there. Number three, make it fun. Put on some music, make a game out of it or offer a reward for completing the task. Number four, be consistent. Try to do it at the same time every day. If your little one is in nursery, kindergarten or even at school, they are used to being expected to tidy up. Routine is key. And finally, number five, and most importantly, don't get stressed about it. It's only a few minutes and it's a great opportunity to spend some quality time with your kids. And if they don't help, don't be mad at them for it. Just accept that on that day, they weren't in the mood. If you make a big deal about them not helping, they have negative associations with tidying, which will definitely not help in the long run. So there you have it. Five top tips for getting your children to help with the tidying. Do you have any other tips that work for you? Let me know. I would love to hear from you. Now, can we talk about laundry? Why does everyone think this is mum's job? It's not. Laundry is a family activity that should be shared by all. I know it's not the most exciting task in the world, but it doesn't have to be a drag. I aim for quick and painless. One thing that I know from all of my clients to be true is that if everyone has too many clothes, you will have an out of control laundry pile. So one of the best things you can do to make laundry less of a chore is to declutter your kids' closets. This will not only make doing laundry easier, but it will also teach your kids the valuable lesson of living with less. How many t-shirts does one child really need? This depends on how often you want to wash. If, like me, you only want to wash once a week, then seven t-shirts are enough. But if you plan to wash midweek, then four will do. If they have 20, the danger is you will think, I don't need to do the wash yet, they still have clean clothes. And before you know it, the Mount Everest of laundry mountains has appeared in your home. And like the real one, it is nearly impossible to conquer because it is just so overwhelming. And no matter how often you run the machine, you never get to the top of it. Well, bottom in this case. Make your life easier. Less clothes means less laundry. The bottom line is that less is more when it comes to clothes. It will save you time and money in the long run. The laundry problem continues when it comes to putting the laundry away. It seems like as soon as you get it all folded and put away, someone has taken everything out again. It's the circle of life, my friend. But there are ways to make it easier. Get some baskets and label them with each family member's name. As you fold the laundry, put it straight into the correct basket. Then ask that family member to take it to their room and put it away. Better still, put the laundry unfolded in the basket and they can do that bit as well. Think how much time you will save and think what a great life skill you are teaching your children. But this is very much like the tidying toys scenario. They are not going to know how to do it unless you teach them. Show them how to fold using the KonMari method and how to put the clothes away in their drawers or baskets. Gradually step back and let them do a bit more on their own. The big plus with the KonMari method in kids is that they can easily see the clothes in their drawers and get them out. 
When everything is folded and stacked in a pile, the danger is that while trying to get out the t-shirt they want from the bottom, all the others get pulled out too. And before you know it, they're all in a heap. Worse still, they fall out on the floor. Even the smallest child can help with putting the laundry away. Give them some little towels or face cloths to fold so they feel involved. If you start them young, it will feel like a normal thing to be doing as they get older. When it comes to mealtimes, getting the family organised can be a bit of a nightmare. But there are ways to make it easier. First of all, involve your children in the cooking process. Let them help you prepare the food and set the table. This will give them a sense of responsibility and it will also help to show them that you appreciate the help. I have to admit that when my kids were little, I wasn't great at getting them to help with food preparation. It made it take so much longer and I'm someone that likes to get things done quickly. Instead, I picked my moments when things were more relaxed to teach them how to chop and stir. And now my older two, age 14 and 15, can be left to get dinner ready on their own if I need them to. Setting and clearing the table, however, this for me is a no-brainer. I always tell them this is why I had kids, so I don't have to do it. Even little ones can help carry plastic plates and cups to and from the table. Always store plates, bowls and glasses in a drawer or cupboard that the children can reach. They need to be able to get to everything independently, otherwise you're still involved. So whatever system you find works for you and your family, go with it. The main thing is that you all sit down together and enjoy a meal and everyone feels like they have contributed in some small way. Another great way to get your children more organised is to involve them in the menu planning and grocery shopping. I don't know about you, but I am often at a loss what to cook and seem to have the same five meals that keep rotating themselves. A few years ago, I hit on the idea of asking the kids to suggest one meal for the week, but it had to be something we hadn't had for two weeks. This way, we started getting a bit more variety. At the shops, give them a list of things to find or let them choose what fruit or vegetables or healthy snacks they would like for the week. This will not only help you out, but it will also give them a sense of responsibility and ownership. You can even dictate the shopping list to them once they can write, and you can then go hands-free through the kitchen cupboards and see what you need. Kids' bedrooms are probably the biggest bone of contention for all parents, unless you have one of those children who has a tidying fetish bordering on OCD. Then you can count yourself lucky. Most of us have to battle daily with mountains of clothes, toys and general stuff everywhere, it can be really tough to keep on top of it all, but there are ways you can make it a little easier. The same system I suggested at the start of this episode for tidying the living room can also be applied to the bedrooms, but it will only work if they don't have too much stuff. If you feel overwhelmed by their room, imagine how they're feeling. I love applying the complete KonMari method in mini in a children's bedroom. First declutter their clothes, then their books, then papers, which usually is copious amounts of pictures, then kimono, in this case toys and craft supplies, and finally sentimental items, treasures and collections. When they have less, it is easier for them to keep on top of it, and it will be easier for you to help them. If you have more than one child in a bedroom, then you need to think about systems that will work for both of them. The idea is that each child is responsible for their own things, but there are some shared areas too. You might need a couple of different toy boxes or bookshelves, and you also need to take into account their different personality types. Some children are very tidy and organised, while others, not so much. 
but there is always hope. If you help them to develop good habits when they are young, it will stand them in good stead for the future. But you do need to be sensitive to the fact that some children, like some adults, actually feel more comfortable in a more cluttered environment. If you try to impose your systems and expectations on them, you can actually end up making them feel uncomfortable and rather miserable. We've had this with one of our children, and we've had to lower our expectations, accept that they need more support to keep on top of things than the others, and also be aware when the reminding to tidy up is actually stressing them out and we need to back off. So, my top tips for getting organised with children are Number one, talk to them about why you think it's important to be organised and try to get them on board with your thinking. If they understand your reasons, they're more likely to be willing to go along with your suggestions. Secondly, let them have areas of responsibility and make sure they know how much you appreciate them helping. Then, make sure everyone knows where things go back to and that there is an expectation that everyone will put things back after they've used them. Number four, if you want to get your kids organised, you need to start by getting yourself organised. I know it's not always easy, but if you're feeling frazzled and like you're constantly running around after everyone else, it's not conducive to a calm, organised environment. And number five, which I think is so important, make sure everyone knows it's not just mum's job to tidy everything up. But let's be honest here. We are talking about trying to keep a house tidy with children. The reality is that it's always going to be a little bit messy. And that's okay. Just do the best you can and try not to stress about it too much. After all, your kids are only young once. Enjoy the chaos while you can. There will always be the scenario where you've just tidied up and your darling child will come and help by undoing all your good work. What can you do in situations like that apart from try to embrace their help, because that's what they think it is, and hope that they will get distracted and you can rectify the situation. If you wanted to live in a show home, then you probably should have thought twice about having children. But that's not to say you can't have a tidy and organised home, it will just take a bit more effort on your part. There are some great tips and tricks that you can use to help keep the mess to a minimum and make life that little bit easier for yourself. Just don't believe those Instagram posts that suggest that everyone has their home tidy and styled. Either they don't have kids or they're trying to sell stuff through their posts so they have to make it look amazing. Their reality is probably very different and they are having the same daily struggles as you. I reached out to the amazing Jenna Kutcher, host of the Gold Digger podcast, photographer and entrepreneur extraordinaire. With a podcast success of over 60 million downloads and an Instagram following over a million, she is one busy lady juggling business and family life with a young daughter and a baby. I asked her which area of her home she struggles most to keep organised. Her answer was one I am sure we can all relate to. She told me, My daughter is a collector and so lately we've had piles and bags of treasures everywhere from rocks to shells to screws and paper clips. We have collections all over the place and worry if we throw something away, it will be the one thing she wants. Isn't it great to know that someone whose home always looks so Instagram ready also has a pain point and one that's not easy to deal with. Those special collections that our children have are difficult. One answer is to give them a special place to keep them, preferably with a lid so they don't gather dust. Another way to help them let go of things is to have a session where you photograph items to show them you understand their value before you let them go. 
but often the easiest thing to do is go with it and before long they will move on to a new special focus and then you can rehome the collection without traumatising your child. Thank you so much to Jenna for sharing her situation with me. If this problem resonates with you, I would love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram or drop me an email. I think this topic could be a whole episode on its own. So a few things you can do are do a daily tidy up. This means at the end of the day, you spend 10 to 15 minutes going around the house and picking up anything that is out of place. Toys go back to their baskets, clothes get put away, books go back on the shelves. This routine will help keep the mess to a minimum and make it easier to tidy up quickly. Then decide on a laundry schedule and stick to it. You have to be really firm with yourself that you're not going to let Mount Everest get the better of you. Get the kids involved with daily jobs. Children as young as two can help with simple tasks like putting their own clothes away or helping to set the table. As they get older, you can give them more responsibility. Helping out together is a great way to spend quality time with your children and teach them about working as part of a team. Finally, lead by example. If you are constantly leaving your own mess around the house, your child is going to think it's okay for them too. So, that's getting organised with kids in a nutshell. I hope you found this inspiring and informative and I will be back next time with an episode about why many of us think that our homes aren't tidy enough. I look forward to you joining me then. If you've enjoyed this episode, please send the link to a friend you know would appreciate it. Subscribe and leave a review. I look forward to bringing you more organising tips next time. But if you can't wait until then, you can go to my website or find me on Instagram at caro.thor or on Facebook at Caroline Organiser. Thanks for listening and I look forward to guiding you on your journey to find your clutter-free ever after.